Night Out continues. I'm Mark Allen. In studio, we have a co-host. His name is uh, Danny Miller, the author of The Gift of Acceptance. Of course, the insane Daryl Wayne is uh, controlling all the buttons and things and keeping us on track. Dr. Dudley Danoff is our guest. He's a urologist, the author of The Ultimate Guide to Male Sexuality, and he's the founder of the prestigious Cedar sinai Tower Urology Medical Group in Los Angeles. He's been on the show numerous times, and as we squeak by with uh, Gay Pride Month, I thought it would be appropriate to talk to Dr. Danoff and find out, so what did gay guys talk about? about at the urologist's office. Dr. Danoff, welcome back to Late Night Health. So, uh, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. So what do they talk about? Well, they talk about the same things straight guys do. <laughs> uh, you know, they have the same uh, uh, worries about prostate cancer. They have the same worries about the aging prostate. They have the same worries about ED. They have the same insecurity about penis size. Uh, you know, they, they wear the same hat. <laughs> so to speak. So to speak. Uh, right. Unless they've had the hat removed. <laughs> <laughs> what, you know, uh, are there any specific issues facing gay men versus straight men? And I have to, I have to be honest, there, there are so many different terms now um, with, you know, the fluidity of sexuality. Right. So I apologize in advance because I don't know all the correct terminology. I don't know if you do or, or not. Danny is learning about that. I'm just that. learning it. Right. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, I'm old school guy. <laughs> and uh, so I'm not up on the terms, but I certainly see, you know, the full spectrum of sexuality uh, in in both male and, and female patients. Uh, I mean, for me, there's uh, heterosexual, uh, bisexual, homosexual, uh, and and for the urologist, those are the three main categories. I'm sure there's all uh, shades and nuances, but I'm not aware of it. Well, look, um, the the problem for for the gay, the gay man or the bi man uh, um, is safe sex. I mean, uh, routine anal sex, which is um, in the gay community, in the bi community, uh, requires uh, the use of a condom. And uh, I think uh, uh, the, uh, the pre-exposure drug, prophylaxis, you know, the PrEP drug, uh, the medication that's been introduced is not adequate. I mean, we've seen uh, uh, 20 million new cases of STDs this year in the United States alone, I mean, people are getting a little bit careless. So as a mainstream urologist, you know, I have to emphasize safe sex, uh, you know, to the gay man or, or the bi man. Uh, I mean, not that I wouldn't emphasize it to the straight man, uh, uh, but anal sex in, in, the, in the heterosexual community is not obviously as common as it is in the gay community. So... Uh, Safe sex. I mean, that's that's you got to get on the tallest, you know, building and, and and blow the trumpet. And you know, it's all, <laughs> and you know, it's also STDs are very uh, uh, evident in senior citizen homes, and uh, because they don't know that they need to do safe sex, because right. you know, one one week 
one month, six months, they're with Mrs. Shapiro, and next they go to Mrs. <laughs> Bailey. And, and but it's true. It's who knew? That's a, who know, knew? These guys are who knew? Who knew? They're eighty, ninety years old. Yeah. Grandpa has the clap. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, and it it can be quite serious. Yes, no, it can. I I don't mean to make a joke about it uh, at all, uh, but you know the. You know, you have to realize that in terms of male health issues, I mean, you know, it's blind as to sexual orientation, with particular reference to prostate cancer. Uh, it's 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 blind uh, in reference to erectile dysfunction. Uh, so, um, you know, a man is a man is a man at the end of the day. And so, you know, bringing in in Danny's book, uh, gifts of acceptance. Everybody, you, you, as a, as a urologist, you've accepted it because it's it's just a man is a man is a man. Oh, absolutely! You know, heterosexual men uh, don't like to talk about uh, sexual issues or sexual health. Gay men don't particularly like to talk about it. I mean, at least not to the urologist. Uh, so when I wrote my book, you know, I was trying to get the penis out of the closet and say, look. Uh, the penis to the urologist is what the stomach is to the gastroenterologist. You know, if you have a problem, don't be ashamed about it. Don't giggle and laugh every time you say the word penis. I mean, the first book I ever wrote was titled Penis Power, and I go on I still love that you know, book. <laughs> yeah, doc, Dr. Danoff, this, uh, this is Danny on accept, acceptance again uh, with, with the... Um, the open, more openness and more accepting of, of uh, you know, the gay community, um, the uh, LGBT community. Right. Uh, are you finding that that leads uh, to their more willingness to sort of open up to you, to share with you uh, some of their, let's say, sexual issues or, uh, or embarrassments or whatever? Um, is that a trend? Well, I, I think that's a, a very fair uh, statement, uh, Danny. I mean, no question about it, as people become more comfortable talking about these these issues uh, and, and, quote, coming out of the closet, uh, you know, with, with pride, uh, I think it's easier for them to talk to the urologist about uh, problems of their sexuality. And I, I, that's held up for me. I mean, 10 years ago, it was still pretty much a secret. Uh, I don't... Uh, I don't ask my patients, you know, are you gay uh, or, or are you bi or, or are you in one of the other categories? Uh, I just usually ask them, are you married or single? Uh, do you have one partner? Uh, and in my book, uh, I, I kind of stay gender neutral. I use very little he, she. Uh, you know, I talk about partners. Because the same things apply to heterosexual males, bisexual males, homosexual males, transsexual males. <laughs> so yeah, yeah that I, is an interesting thing just occurred to me. Let's take it from the uh, physician's perspective. Uh, you know, one thing about acceptance is uh, that we try not to be judgmental. And I, I could tell right. just from talking to you with your great sense of humor that you put, you put your, your patients uh, at, uh, at comfort. So from the physician's perspective, uh, do you find it important uh, not to in any way uh, to pass any kind of, I'm gonna use the word judgment or anything similar to that? No, absolutely not. I mean, it's the same as if, 
you know, the the examination of the prostate is an uncomfortable examination, you know. Yes. Uh, no matter no matter what your orientation is. I know full well. Over, <laughs> guy, guy stands behind you with a rubber glove. You've never met him before. The next thing he, he's doing is a digital rectal exam. So, you know, yeah. it, you have to, in a way, disarm the patient. You yes. have to uh, put a little humor into it. Uh, you have to be non-judgmental. Uh, and, and I think that applies across the board. I want my to, job. Well, you know, my go, job, trying to be a good physician, is is to let the patient feel free to tell me what's on his mind. Uh, you know, I often say to these guys, uh, you know, I see more penises than can fill a rose bowl. You can <laughs> talk, talk to me about your dick. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> I think that is that appropriate, uh, Daryl. We won't get the. I saw that in a Monty Python graphic one time. The rose bowl full of penises. <laughs> oh, I, God, I think Terry Gilliam was responsible for that. Yeah. What about what about the blue pill? Is that still uh, the, the yes, popular? It's, it's it's magic. Well, the most popular, and I think the most effective, is Cialis. Uh, uh, Cialis five milligrams. It's been approved by the FDA for benign enlargement of the prostate, which is the disease of the aging prostate uh, so I you mean it shrinks it well it does that's what the FDA says so five milligrams a day uh, you could pop an extra one or two up to even 20 milligrams a day if you think you're going to get lucky but it's it's truly a ma- magic pill it's it's generic you're now talking to married men here we <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. I said you're speaking with married men. Right. Get, getting you're lucky. Well, may, listen, listen, getting listen, lucky may not be a Jesus, good thing ultimately. Happy. It's okay. Right. It's okay. Oh, well, I still I still call it lucky. Yeah. yeah. Do you? Okay. But so Cialis is now have been shown to actually shrink the the prostate. It's funny. Yeah. I was at my internist and he was he was train he's training a physician's assistant. Right. Right. And he said, hey, do you have 10 minutes? I said, yeah, why? He goes, come here. And he said, uh, you know, open your hands. I'm going to do a um, an ultrasound of your prostate. Let's just see how big it's gotten. Right. And he looked at it. He says, you've got the prostate the, the size of a 30-year-old man. I there said, yeah, go. but... but." And he wants it back. <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's, it's very interesting about prostate size for the internist. So... Let me kind of, for your listeners, give you a little analogy. Urinary bladder is like a balloon which is upside down, and the prostate's like a donut or a collar around the neck of that balloon. And as a man gets older, the donut gets bigger and the hole in the donut gets smaller. So the volume of prostate uh, doesn't really matter. You can have, say, a 100-gram prostate, which is a big prostate, with a big hole in the middle and have no trouble urinating. On the other hand, you can have a 10-gram donut, with a little hole in it, and you're in urinary retention. So size is not nearly so important as the opening, the diameter of the opening. And so Cialis both shrinks the donut and increases the opening. So that's what Cialis does. But do you walk around, excuse me, ready to go? At No, these drugs usually not. No, you have to be stimulated. So these are not drugs of desire. So when okay. you take them, uh, if you uh, if you just take them and look at the ceiling, you know my grandmother said, "Gunished, nothing happened." <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, you need to be stimulated. I mean, you can wake up. 
you know, with a, with a nighttime erection, and it would be more frequent if you're taking Cialis. And unless you have coronary artery disease and are taking nitroglycerin, it's a hundred percent safe uh, drug, and it's a billion dollar drug. Yeah, it is. It, that's a, a whole a whole bunch of of, of money. Um, and do most men take care of their prostate? And this is across the board. No matter what their sexual preference, I mean, do they go in for those digital exams that we should all well, have? Not not as often as they should. Uh, you know, we're going to have uh, uh, probably 160,000 new cases of prostate cancer diagnosed in this country alone in the coming year. Uh, you know, every woman would never miss her yearly pap smear and a breast examination mammogram. Uh, men are macho, you know, they want to catch the pass in the last minute of the, you know, the champion game. And of course. They're, and they're, you know, they're invincible, nothing's wrong with me. So, you know, my job, or at least part of my job as a communicator, as an educator, is try, try to get these guys to come in for their annual digital rectal exam, their and, and he, which and is he, a blood test. It's really interesting because at Tower uh, Urology, they also have a wedding chapel right next door. Listen, <laughs> um, uh, Dr. Danoff, thank you very much. The author of The Ultimate Guide to Male Sexual Health. Uh, I'm Mark Allen along with Danny and Daryl. We will be back as we speak about voice technology with Amy Summers from Pitch Publicity. Don't go away. More coming up. The latest from the greatest, the best in new music by classic rockers, with your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me criminally insane? Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry, and of course, the rock stars themselves. I'm the Reverend Al Green, and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne. And I said, Wayne Insane. You can find it on Amazon or Blackstone Audio. Search for the latest from the greatest from Daryl Wayne, D-A-R-R-E-L-L-W-A-Y-N-E. Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne. Aren't you? <laughs> There's a lot of talk all over the internet about the remarkable benefits of carbon-60, and baby boomers are especially excited about it. Greska's carbon-60 is the premium carbon-60, developed by an aerospace and NASA scientist. 95% of Greska's customers report positive results from this Nobel Prize-winning technology in just four days. Imagine more energy, better health, and more vitality. It's very bioavailable to quickly mend toxin cripple cells. This is a super powerful antioxidant. Bob Greska is so confident that you'll love his carbon-60, he wants to send you a bottle at 50% off the regular price to see how life-changing this will be for you. Call 720-600-6040. That's 720-600-6040. Visit c-60.com to learn more. Call 720-600-6040 now or visit c-60.com. 